Amen. Hallelujah. It is so good to be here again and preaching the Word of God. This is my pleasure to preach the Word. This is my mission. This is what God gave me. And I am so happy to share the Word of God with you and with all those who are listening on the internet or on the med social media. And uh, we are teaching in the series Eternity. How many of you have been blessed by this message? I'm talking about eternity. And today's message is, what is your expectation of eternity? Answer to yourself, what is your expectation about eternity or of eternity? Every time that I say eternity, take in, my, in, in, in mind one thing. I am speaking about the day when your eyes will be closed for this earth and you're going to enter in eternity. Or I am speaking about your last minute of life. Okay? Why I am preaching and teaching about eternity? Why? Because the greater your expectation is of eternity, the better life you, you have on earth. The greater your expectation, the better you be your life. And also the opposite is the same. The lower your expectation of eternity, the worse your life will be on earth. Because expectation affects behavior. Did you know? Your expectation will affect your behavior. If you have no expectation, what are you going to, what are you going to receive? Your behavior is going to be different. If you, if you really want to live a life on earth, the way it ought to be lived, you must learn to live it with eternity in mind. Amen? Many of us live in a defeated life. And sometimes in a defeat and sorrow because of our poor expectation about eternity. Did you know that? The way that you are living, because you don't have so many expectations. <laughs> if you receive a news that you are going to receive from, from the government, you receive a letter and the government say, you are granted to receive 100,000 euro next week. Hmm, I can see your smile now. <laughs> Why? Because your expectation changed your behavior. Yeah. Then you're going to say, Pastor, I want to give a testimony. I receive a letter from the government. I'm going to receive a house. I'm going to receive some money. I was granted some paper. I received something. Men of... But I want to read a verse 
that I want, this message will be based in this verse. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 19. Let's read all together, please. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Let's read all together again. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. The Bible says, if you are just expecting things on this earth, you're going to live a miserable life. Where is your hope? Where is your hope? Is in, in the government? Where is your hope? In your spouse? Where is your hope? In the things that you're going to receive? Where is your hope? In your job? Because some people, their hope are in their job. If I don't work, if I don't do, if I don't. Because your hope is in your own strength. Where are you investing your time? Where is your treasure? And where is your heart? Did you remember what I, I said last week? Always your treasure will be together with your heart. If your heart is on earth, <laughs> if your heart is in, your, in the things on this earth, then there you'll be your treasure. Because your treasure is here. Our hope cannot be in this life alone, my beloved brothers. If so, we are most miserable and pitiable people. This verse that we read here shows us the reason why so many people, they are in church, but they don't live a good life. Sometimes I am visiting people, I am talking to people, and they, ha and they have a miserable life. They are baptized, some of them, some they are not. Some people, they are living here, coming to church, but they have a, like, a miserable life. And this, and this verse that we read shows us the reason why so many people are anguished, depressed, anxious, sad, bitter, and tired of life. Why can you serve God and be anxious, tired of life, with a bitterness in your heart? How could it be? I'm sorry, I don't have time for that. I am serving the Lord and I have so, so many things to do, serving Him. And then I, I have a happy life. Why? Because He is my hope. If, if, if your mind is on him, you have a reason to, to rejoice. Amen? Because this is the day that the Lord has made. Let's, let's rejoice. And why you are this way? Look to the person next to you and say, rejoice. If Jesus is your hope, rejoice. Many people have put 
all their hope here. But now, the way that, pay attention, you are in this, living this way, this anguish, or this disappointment, everything that you are living, this depression, you are anxious, or this bitterness in your heart, it's because you have put your hope here, on earth. And with the passing of years, then come disappointments, comes failures, abuse, loss of job, and the feeling that the life has been really hard. Many people have, have placed their hopes in Christ only here in this earth. And they get so hurt and do not have a joyful and happy life. If you are looking to just for this earth, expecting things from this earth, you are going to, to live a poor life. The Bible says, let, let the poor say, I am rich. Let the weak say, I'm strong. Your happiness or your joy doesn't come because of your blessings. It's because where is your hope? Then you need to change your folks, my beloved brother. You need to, to change your folks. As a believer, we trust that Christ leads us into a new life after death. Amen? We trust that. And, but if we trust Him just to help us in this life, and, and our focus is here in this short life, we're going to get disappointed. Why? Because your focus is here. And then you are, you are always looking to your suffering, to your pain, looking to yourself and say, oh, poor of me, poor of me, nobody cares about me, poor of me. Then you have to have your mind in the things that are not here. Are you with me? Because if you have your focus here, you are going to get disappointed in a meaningless life. This is how you're going to live. Did you know that eternity is the cornerstone of the Christian life? I'm going to repeat. Eternity is the cornerstone of the Christian life. And our life should be built on it. But what happened? Unfortunately, if you go to the TV or if you go to the internet, you are going to listen many preaching, many, many teaching and preaching and how to have a prosperous life, how to be blessed, how to have a good life on earth, even preaching how to make money. Or the five steps of prosperity. Yeah. Blood brothers, I'm, I'm not against prosperity. No, 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 no. I believe that God wants to prosper you. Amen? God wants to prosper you. But this should be not your goal and your main desire. This is the point. Why? The Bible says, seek God, 
put him first, not the things, put him first, and his kingdom, the kingdom of God, and everything will be added to you. This is the correct Bible teaching. Not to seek the blessings, but to seek the God of the blessings. And then when you put your, you have the correct focus, then you are going to ignore your suffering. You are going to ignore your pain. You are going to ignore that you do not have. You are going to look into yourself and say, I am so blessed. Because I have more than enough. I have Jesus Christ in my life. I have more than enough. But because you have this kind of life, just looking to your problems, not looking to God, and then you are always worried about your salary, about you do not have, about the people that hurt, it, hurt you, that you are bitter, and then... You are involved in so, so many things here on earth. But the Bible says that we need to be seated with Christ in the heavenly places. And this place, I am there. <laughs> and then, for me, it doesn't matter. The things here. Jesus' teaching were always preparing his disciples for eternity. And this is why I'm here to teach. Sir, you're never going to listen from me five, five steps to be prosperous. Never. You're going to listen from me. Seek the Lord with all your heart. Love him with all your heart. And everything you need, he'll give it to you. He will prosper you. He'll make you to be prosperous. He'll give you everything you need. This is what the Bible says. And today, through the word of God that we are receiving here, through this word, I want to help you and to equip you to live the rest of your life victoriously. Amen? Would you like to have a victorious life? I believe all Christians can have a victorious life. And this victorious life is not about things. It's about Him. <laughs> if you have Him, you have everything. Say to the person next to you, if you have him, if you have the Lord, you have everything you need. This preaching is so important. Jesus taught a lot about eternity. Pay attention when you are reading the New Testament. Jesus spoke about, you are going to receive a reward. Uh, store your treasures in heaven. And you're going to see many times he's speaking about your future life. Not here. And he says, your life here is going to be the result of how you love him. By living the light of eternity, we need to have the right vision of eternity. And the way you live on this earth today is shaped by the vision that you have for eternity. Look at me. The way that you are living now, the way that you are living now, is because of the vision that you have about eternity. You are living. 
If you are, your eyes are here on earth, it's because your vision of the eternity. If your eyes are in God, in his kid, if you are serving him, because you have a vision of eternity. Amen? Let's read what Jesus said. A verse in Mark 10, 29, 30. Jesus was talking to those who he, that he called to be Jesus' disciples. How many Jesus' disciples we have here? How many Jesus' disciples we have here? Jesus is speaking to you now. 10, Mark 10, 29 and 30. Let's read all together. So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one that has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospel who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time. Wow, can you see the blessing? Now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mother and children and lands with Oh, not just blessings, persecution together. Uh, can you see? And in the age to come, please, the last, and in the age to come, uh, it's missing the last part here. Yeah. Says eternal, that it's missing the most important part. <laughs> it's what I want to preach, it's not here. And the age to come, the eternal life. Wow. He say, I'm going to bless you. If you give your life to me. If you abandon things in this life. If you serve me. I'm going to bless you hundred times more. I'm going to bless you. Because I want to bless you. Did you know that he wants to bless you? But uh, what he said, I'm going to bless you many times. Hundredfold now in this time. But for those who served him. For those who abandoned their, their own pleasures. And in, in the age to come, in the age to come, the eternal life. Jesus promised to bless us. Can you say amen? Jesus promised to bless you in this earth. You shall experience miracles. You shall you will experience deliverance. You will experience supernatural things of God. Can you say amen? amen. You will. God said He'll bless you. You are going to when you are sick, you're going to receive healing. When you are unemployed, the Lord will bless you. He's going to give a job. The Lord will bless you. And Jesus promised to bless you if you leave everything behind to serve him. Amen? Amen? We love the first part. But this other part, sometimes we don't like. He promised to bless us if you leave behind something to serve you. Here on earth will you be blessed. But also... There is one part in this verse that the Bible says, you will also be 
persecuted. We don't like this part. Jesus didn't promise your life is going to be wonderful life. Like a sea of roses. That beautiful life. Just with blessings. He promised you in this world, we're going to have trouble. You're going to have tribulation. You're going to have persecution. But take heart. I overcame. And you also will overcome in Jesus' name. After this life, you will have eternal life. You will be blessed. But also in the age to come, in the future, he said, he finished. You, you have eternal life. Say to the person next to you, at the end, you will have eternal life. And eternal life that does not compare <laughs> to these things of this, this world. <laughs> Max, Max Lucado said, God never said that the journey would be easy, but he did say that the arrival would be worthwhile. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, stay firm. Stay firm. Do not give up because the end will be worth. Amen. Something very powerful is waiting for us. I was, this week, God brought to my heart about the life of all the apostles. Jesus called them to be his disciples. Are you Jesus' disciples? Yeah? Jesus called that ones, the first ones, to be disciples and apostles. And do you know how they lived? Someone, someone of you know how they passed away? If maybe I'm gonna I'm going to publish in the in the, in the WhatsApp of the church how and where all of them passed away, how they died. Most of them, except of John, they were martyred, or they were killed, or they were thrown into the stadiums for the lions and the beasts to, to destroy them. And you know how they, they were when they were like with the family, children, husband, wife, children. Just because they were Christian, they were put in the stadium and Sunday opened for the lions to come. And do you know how they were dead? How they passed away? Singing. Singing. And say, Lord, you are faithful. It's going to be worth. It's going to be worth. I love you. Can you imagine you see your, you seeing your children being killed? The disciples, they preach the gospel under persecution. Almost of them died because of their faith. But they did not deny Christ. They didn't deny. And today, 
We deny Christ because of nothing. Sometimes the people come to you and say, are you a Christian? Ah, okay, I go to church, but you are ashamed to say that you serve Jesus. And he gave his life to you for you to save others. Why did they have this strong faith? Why the apostles, the disciples had this strong faith that they were able to die rejoicing, singing, and not saying, Lord, why? Because their hope was not here on earth. Because their hope was not here. They had great expectation of eternity. And they lived each day of their lives waiting for that great day. When they would be received by the Lord. And to receive the eternal life. Can you see how important it is? The expectation of eternity. You need to change your expectation of eternity. This is why you have this poor life. Always think about you, poor of me. Nobody loves me. Or I am, my life is not okay. Wow. You are rich. You are prosperous. Did you know your pastor is rich? Did you know? Do you know, did you know that your pastor is so prosperous? But I have no money. <laughs> but I have a lot of treasures. I have a lot of treasures. Your life is one of them. Your life was one. It's my, my treasure. This is why you have to invest in something that has value. From today on, you need to change the expectation that you have about eternity. Let's see what Paul the Apostle said about his death. Philippians 1, 20, 21. According to my earnest expectation and hope. Look. Expectation and hope. That in nothing I would shall be ashamed. But with all boldness, as always, so now, now also, Christ will be magnified in my body. Wow! <laughs> Why? Why there? By life or? By life or? By death. For to me, to live is Christ. To die, let's repeat that then, for me, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Again, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Again, to live is Christ, to die is gain. 
you see the great expectation of Paul the Apostle? I am living every day with expectation. Doesn't matter if I'm going to live or die. If I live, I'm going to live for Christ. If I live, I'm going to live to serve Him. If I live, I'm going to live to invest my life in Him. If I live, I'm going to invest in something that is precious. I'm going to invest in people. If I live, I'm going to give value to things that is worth. I'm going to go to meetings. I'm going to gather to my brothers and sisters. I'm going to invest my time going to the cell meeting. I'm going to invest my time going to pray meetings. I'm going to invest my time in some things that's not from here. I'm going to invest in something that is precious. People. You can be prosperous. You can be prosperous. But where are you investing your time? Paul said, for me to live is Christ. For me, my life is to make disciples. I'm living to please my Lord. I'm living to be together with my brothers and sisters. I am living to, to save the lost, those who don't know Jesus. This is living as. This is to live. I'm going to live for Christ. To serve Christ is truly live. And in the day of my death, what he said? In the day of his death, what he said? It's a prophet. It's a game. It's the day that you're going to receive. As I told you, if you receive a letter from the government stating that you have 10,000 euros to receive, you're going to change your expectation. You're going to say, Ooh, hallelujah! Yeah. <laughs> but when you are saving the Lord, when you are loving Him, you have to live with this expectation. There is something great waiting for me the other side. And those who lived with this expectation, they were persecuted. And they didn't deny Jesus. Why? Because they had this expectation about death. For me to live is Christ. To die is profit. It's money. It's gain. Amen? But you, you have to live for him. If you live for yourself, no profit, no gain, <laughs> the other side. <laughs> In the first message that I gave you here about eternity, I have said that all of us, we are dying. Do you remember? That when I said that all of us, we are dying. Like... From the moment that you are born, you, are start, you start dying. Do you agree with me? And, and we all are heading towards death. Every one of us, we are under the sentence of death. All of us. 
You know, since the day that you are born, you are getting old, and you are going to death. None of, I said also that none of us that are listening to me right now will be alive in nine years from today. No one. Don't say that to you, you'll be. No one. If you are 20, don't believe you're going to have 110 too much. <laughs> if you are 40, maybe, don't know how many years. <laughs> I'm not here to say, <laughs> to give a prophecy. Then you're going to go away from this place, say, oh, past said that I'm going to die in a few years. Oh. <laughs> Nobody will be alive in 90 years ahead. No one, no, none of us. But maybe today, you may be young. Maybe you are looking at me, Body bird, body bird, or strong, yeah. Maybe you have the strength. You have strength to run. Most of you have strength to run, to exercise, to carry weight. But the day will come, you won't have the same strength. I'm not prophesying bad things, no. But the day will come. You are not going to have this strength anymore. Because I preached and I told you that the Bible says how it's going, to it's going to be our end. And you want to have the same vigor? No. As you know, here life is short. And many people are departing every day. Children, adults, young couples die every day. Dying is not the problem. All of us will. But are you prepared to stand before Jesus after death? This is the, the question. Are you prepared to stand before Jesus in that day? Because you will. 2 Corinthians 5.10 says, For we must all... Who of us? All. We all must stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. We all. Has no, there is no exception to anyone. We all will be there. Okay? And I wonder how the moment when I stand before Jesus is going to be. I wonder. I am dreaming about that. I am living every day of my life. Wondering and waiting and expecting for that day. I live each day of my life. Everything I do. When I visit people. Preach the gospel to them and say. Change your life. Because you can be in trouble in that day. And everything I am doing. I am living my life each day. Because of that day. 
This is how important is your expectation. And many people, they are departing so young. I told you, a friend of mine, departure, passed away. He was just 40 years old. Don't think maybe, say, oh, I'm going to last 100 years. Don't lie to yourself. But uh, the Bible says one day we are going to face Jesus Christ. If you like or not, you will face Jesus Christ. Your Savior. The one who died at the cross to save you. Died for you, for you to live for him. And one day we'll be before him. I am very excited for that day. And I live every day of my life waiting for this day to arrive. Every day. This is why I have a life of prayer, not because I am good, no. Because I want to transform myself to be prepared for that day. When I read the Bible, it's not because I am good enough. No. I want that this word transform my life. Because I'm not prepared yet. But every day, I am seeking the Lord. I am together with my brothers. Because the Bible says for us to be together. Not to forsake the assembly of the saints. Not forsake... And some people, they don't give value to church. Church is something that if I want, if I'm happy, I go to church. If I'm not happy, no, I'm not going. We need to live for something greater. Everything I do, I do it thinking of that day. And we need to live in the light of eternity. Say to the person next to you, you have to live in the light of eternity. Please. All we need to do, all we need to do is to change our perspective. This is what we need, our perspective. My baby, you're going to say, Pastor, okay, what you are saying is beautiful. But I have to work, I have to do my things. Of course, everybody works. Who doesn't work here? The Bible says, who doesn't work, don't eat. Some, do you think your pastor works? It's funny, but I think weeks ago, someone came to me and said, Pastor, uh, I have to work, I have to do something. Could you do that something? Saying... I said, then I asked, what do you mean? You will have to work. Don't, don't think that I, I work. <laughs> then I said to him, said, my brother, I said, my brother, sometimes I work 18 hours a day. I wake up twenty past 5, around 5 in the morning. And sometimes I finish the last person or the last meeting, sometimes 11. From 5 in the morning until 11. We must live with our feet here on earth, but with our minds in eternity. Of course, we all have to work. We live in a real world. 
You have to work, you have to study, you have to pay your bills, but you have to do everything with your feet here, but your mind there. Amen? Everybody has to work here, but with their mind on eternity, waiting for that day. Amen? Say to the person next to you, you can live here to work, do everything, but your mind should be there on eternity. And I have a question to you. What are you going to do with the years of life that you have left? What are you going to do with the years that you have left? You are going to keep doing the same thing? Hmm? I hope you have some changes. Where is your hope? Where are you investing your time? Where are you investing your money? Where is your heart and where is your treasure? My challenge to you is the following. My challenge is store up treasures in eternity. Amen? Store up treasures in eternity. You may be asked, Pastor, how do I store up treasures in eternity? Investing in what enter into eternity. I have told you, but I have to repeat because I'm talking about eternity. Investing in what you enter into eternity. Invest in people. Love people. Invest your time in discipling people. Are you helping someone? Are you discipling people? Are you visiting people that are in need? Are you investing in someone's life? Are you investing in your small group, in your cell, to save people? Are you doing that? Why do we have to invest in people? Firstly, because the eternal destination of lost souls is in our hands, and you, and you are saved to reach out to the lost. We are saved to, to save them. Secondly, people are the only thing that we, you will take with you from this life to eternity. The only thing you are going to take with you. What do you do for people? You are doing for Jesus, and this will be your reward in eternity. Amen? What you are doing for Jesus? What you are doing for people, you are doing for Jesus. And you will receive your reward. This is Jesus' words, not Pastor Marcio's word. But some people say, Pastor, I am investing in people. Okay. If you are doing you are fulfilling your calling. But remember, not everyone that you invest, they're going to get saved. They're going to be saved. Remember, people have free will. Amen? Everybody has free will. Or they are the ones who will decide for themselves. 
It's not you that will decide for them. You are going to teach, you're going to help, you're going to love, you are going to invest, but they will decide. In that day, they will give account, not you. But you have to do your part. There are two things that you must do. You need to have a good testimony of a born-again Christian who was freed and delivered by Jesus. This is, we need to have a good testimony. We, and second, we must invest our time visiting, evangelizing, and making disciples. And because Jesus said, go and make disciples. It's not just preaching. It's going to make disciples, or we have to invest our time. How can I teach about eternity and don't say that we have to make disciples? We have to invest our time loving people, serving, witnessing, and planting the seed of the kingdom of God in their hearts. Amen? Your job is to plant the seed. But their job is to accept the seed. It's not you that's going to transform people. Okay? It's not you. You have to say. You have to love them. And they will give account to God. Can you say amen? Did you understand? Did you get? This is the great investment that you can make in your spiritual life. This is the great investment. Invest in what is eternal. Invest in what you take with you to eternal life. Amen? Amen. Say to the person next to you, invest in something that you're going to take with you to eternal life. Invest in something that you're going to take with you to eternal life. And I want to finish asking you a question. If today was your last day, how would you feel standing before the Lord in the way that you lived, you lived until today? It's a question. If today was your last day, sorry, everybody passed away every day, okay? I'm not prophesying, but if, if, how would you feel standing before him? Because you know, when you close your eyes, you'll be on the eternity. Then you're going to go. You're going to look at him. How would you feel in the way that you live it until today? Are you serving him? Have you been faithful to him? Did you accept him as your savior and lord? Are you serving him? We know that we, we all have one chance in life. And the Bible says there will be no return. No one will come back. But after death, we will be judged. How we lived here. I said to you, I am excited for that day. I am excited for that day. And I am living each day of my life for just one day. 
I'm living my life for just one day. That day when I will be before him, I will look into his face and I'm going to say, Thank you, Jesus, because you saved a Padma, you saved a wretched sinner. And I am here because of you, your grace. But I am, I am here not alone. Because I'm going to show to him, many people, that I preach the gospel to them. And how about you? Are you going to be there alone? Just yourself? I'm living every day of my life for that day. When I'm going to be before him. Are you going to bring with you someone? That you're going to. I, I think when I get into heaven, into the kingdom of God, many people will come to me and say, Thank you, Pastor Mars, because you invested in my life and I am here. Can you imagine some people coming to you and saying, Thank you? Because you invested your time, your money, your life, and you saved me. Wow, this is the great reward that we can receive. This is the great reward we can receive. Please don't be selfish. Invest your life in something that will last not here. If your hope is only here on earth, you are the most miserable man and woman. This is what the Bible says. Let's stand up, please. Don't walk, please. Just close your eyes. The Bible says, in Colossians 3, 1 to 4, says, If you were raised from death with Christ, if, if, so, so live for what is in heaven. If you are raised, live this life for what is in heaven where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. 
First live your life with, with this in mind. No, verse 2. Think only about what is... Uh, think about what is waiting for you. You have, you have to have your feet here on earth. But your mind in eternity. Think about what is up there. Not what is here on earth. Your old self has died. And your new life is kept with Christ in God. Yes, Christ is now your life. And when he comes... You will share in his glory. Hallelujah. God is telling us. Make the life to come bigger than the life you are living now. Make the life that you are expecting. Live with expectation. Make that life bigger. If we make the life to come bigger than the life we are living now, you'll be better lives. You have a better life if you live with this expectation. But if you are expecting just about your things, the money, the things that you're going to receive, your job, the things, God will bless you. But don't keep your minds on these things. Where we set our eyes, you determine how we live our present. Those who live in the light of eternity do more for the kingdom of God and have healthier spiritual life. Close your eyes, please. Beloved Father, I just preached your word, what you gave me. I just sowed the seeds. And I pray, Lord, that this seed can multiply, can grow in your people's heart. Lord, I pray for every person that are here in this building, that are listening to me. I pray for all those who are listening to me on the internet, in the media. I pray, Lord, that everyone that is receiving this teaching right now, I pray, Lord, that they can change their lives, Lord. To be read for that day, Lord. When we are going to be before you, Lord. Because everything we do on this earth will bring us either reward or regret on eternity. And Lord, we want to serve you faithfully. Because we want to receive from you, Lord. The reward that you have prepared for us. Lord, I do pray. Bless all my brothers and sisters. Bless all of those who are listening to me right now. I pray, Lord, that they can change their lives. Lord, our selfish life, Lord, we, we ask you, forgive us, Lord. 
Because we have been so selfish. And our eyes is here only on this earth. Our hope is here. All we want is to be blessed. All we want, Lord, is to receive more. Help us, Lord, to live for something greater, big. As the apostles, they lost their lives. Because they loved you, but they were expecting something greater on eternity. Lord, our life right now is a preparation for that day. When we come before you, Lord, and stand before you. And we want to live in the light of that day. Lord, I pray, transform our expectation. Transform these people's life and their expectation, Lord. In Jesus' name. Because our, our expectation will transform our behavior. Lord, help us to have, Lord, this desire to be with you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Father, bless us. Guide our lives. Forgive our sins. I pray, Lord, for all my brothers here. Forgive their sins. If you never had one encounter with Jesus, please give your, hearts to, your heart to him today. Say to Jesus, say, Jesus, you died at the cross to save me. Say to him and say, Lord Jesus, I give myself. And I'm going to serve you all the days of my life. Say to him, forgive my sins. Forgive because I am a, a sinner. And I need your forgiveness, Lord. Forgive me. And write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I bless all my brothers and sisters here. And I declare, Lord, we are going to live for eternity. In that day, we are going to be before you. Not just to receive our reward. But also, Lord, we are going to see many people. From all tribe, all language, all nationality. And they will be before you. And they are going to be received by you. In worshiping the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we will live every day of our life. For that day. In Jesus' name we pray and we worship you. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you.